Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We're two average guys. Cheers. Yes. To a Sunday, um, a Sunday after another loss. A pretty predictable game. Um, you know, there really wasn't a whole lot of surprises yesterday. I don't at least didn't think uh, from our end we didn't really see anything that jumped out as like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. Right. I totally agree. Um, maybe that it was 14 to three is, you know, deep into the second quarter. And I thought we'd actually probably score a touchdown on that drive and Chubb ended up getting hurt and then Smothers fumbled on, you know, well, came in cold. And well, Smothers comes in, then we have a bad snap. We have, you know, I can't remember what happened on that drive, but a couple of bad, things just rough back to back that happened. But yeah, it, it wasn't, uh, I'd say we we played a little bit better early than I thought we would. Um, first drive, Chubba throws a thirty yard pass, and then you know we have a false start on third and four, and end up having to punt. You know it wasn't ideal. Um, they they basically did what they planned on doing, which was hand the ball off. Yep. Let let their workhorse go to work, and and he did. Uh, he's what well, we we kept him on him under two hundred yards, I believe. But he had like thirty carries on the day. Um, yeah, I mean he had like twenty something but, in the first half. Yeah, but they're averaging six yards a play, and we're aver- we averaged three yards a play. So they also had more than double the amount of plays we had in that game. So there's just so many things that, again, this is not rocket science. You cannot be defeated on both sides of the ball over and over again and expect to win a game and that's that, I was that happens. kind of surprised that they not necessarily surprised that they threw a bunch of deep balls in the first half but i mean they they were just able to run for five yards a, a play or more and they could have just done that the entire game but they took a lot of deep shots and we actually you know our dbs actually played played those pretty well at least in the first half and uh, you know i don't know how many they did in the second half yeah um well, it was kind of interesting, like listening to the comment, the commentating on the game, and they were talking about those deep passes, and they're like, you know, I don't know if it's just the weather, if the guys aren't seeing the ball, it's the lights, and I'm watching these these plays downfield. Our coverage was great. Right. I mean, our, our guys were step for step. Hardzog was covering really well. Newsom, um, Newsom was covered, covered really, really well. well. They, you know, I think that he, uh, J.J. McCarthy overthrew a bunch of receivers. He did. And one went through the guy's hands, but it was it was close on whether he was going to be able to snag yeah. it or not. But, um, but yeah, I, I thought our coverage downfield was good, and that's it had nothing to do with the weather or the lights. It had to do with their players having one-on-one coverage, and our guys were actually covering really well. So, and, yeah, again, he's not hitting them in the hands either, so that doesn't help. But our coverage was really good, I thought, and – um, downfield is just again they are like oh wait why are we doing this why don't we just run the ball and so you know they run for 265 yards and you and, know, I mean we had no offense yeah, I, mean, I mean we didn't have 100 yards on either rushing or passing right and I mean actually our third down efficiency I know five for 15 is not very good but that's better than I would have expected it to be um, we did get you know into a couple like third and fours and, and we got them but it mm-hmm. didn't it didn't mean anything because yep. it you know the next the next uh, set of downs, you know, we, we didn't get anything. So, um, yeah, we couldn't really run the ball. We couldn't pass the ball. Um, 
neither one of those guys, you know, I, I wanted us to play Smothers. I said if Purdy starts, I might not watch the game. <laughs> and then Purdy started, and, and he actually played better than Smothers did. So I don't know what the answer is there. Well, we I, either need to yeah. get Casey Thompson back or, you know, we need to find – you know we need to we need to develop a quarterback that we a couple quarterbacks that we can count on because yeah. it seems like everybody else can can do that and we can't. Well, I'm not I'm not gonna say he played better than Logan Smothers. They were both 500 in passing, but you know four, we pa- four passes, move, 15 yards. We were able to yeah. move the ball, I guess, better when when he was in the game. Yeah. And I know that obviously Whipple took that nasty shot and that that was pretty bad. And Mickey was calling plays in the second half and. You know, I I can't say whether I thought he did a good enough job or not, but we scored zero points in the second half. So and only I mean, three in the first and, quarter. And, and so. the, the game was over at that point. So yeah. um, I know that there's a few things that we can touch on as far as I know they didn't make a difference in the game, but some of the calls or non-calls, oh, I don't know if it's either Big Ten officiating or, you know, just – Michigan's number three in the country. Yeah, you know, that they they want Michigan and Ohio State to be undefeated in a couple weeks. Everybody knows that. That, Did that make the outcome of the game? No, it did not. But that ball was clearly out of bounds in the back of the end zone. Uh, I thought it was. The problem with that is the the back judge was – probably about 10 to 15 yards away from where that ball was going out of bounds. He was way behind the play. You're the back judge. Like, that's your job is to be able to see a play like that as the ball is going to the end zone. He was nowhere near where he needed to be at, so he was out of position for one. <laughs> Two. They, they didn't even review ball guard. Yeah, well, yeah, man, I'm sure the, the booth reviewed it, but, like, there was no review. They, they acted like it was just a touchdown very clearly. I'm like, that ball looked like it might have gone out of bounds, and and, and they 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 went to commercial, and then it's mid commercial. They they stopped in the, the middle point. of a dark Dr Pepper commercial, and they're kicking the extra point. And I'm like, all right, they didn't have any reasoning or show anything. And then when they showed it, like to me, that looked clearly out of bounds. Again, I don't think it would have had a, a difference in the outcome of the yeah. game, but the the lack of holding penalties, uh-huh. no, you know, no calls. I mean, they the I don't know if it was the picture you posted uh, of the game of like the final or whatever, but it's showing or maybe it was twenty four seven sports whatever it was. They're showing a Michigan guy holding the Nebraska guy as the guy, and, and then they're yeah. showing another player running, and it's like, yeah, I mean that was the entire game, yeah. <laughs> the entire game. I mean they had another run up the middle that was that was a really good run, and I'm watching the replay, and I'm like, well, look at uh, who was it? It was. Um, we finally got to see him play. Ninety-seven. Um, shoot, I can't remember who it was, but he's uh, he's being held as he's trying to turn and make a tackle. The guy's holding under his pads. He's holding them, and as he tries to turn, he's being yanked the opposite direction. It's right. like those are the things that you you should and, be calling. But don't get me wrong, uh, Michigan's offensive line is is probably one of the better ones in the country. Yeah. I mean, I think as a whole, they they won like the offensive line of the year last year and and they brought in some other pieces but they're better than us especially against our d-line who's one of our weaker points but um like even garrett nelson when he got a sack he got a sack with one hand because the guy was holding his other one and it's like really yeah (laughs) how do you guys not see that well look look at our our almost blocked punt that punt would have been blocked but our guy was being held the entire way before he gets a running into the kicker penalty which of course didn't give him a first down but it's like well he ran into the kicker he was being held the whole time 
He would have just been blocking the punt otherwise. Well, and even then, that little baby of a punter took his helmet off, which is a penalty, and then yeah. just whined the whole way off. My wife doesn't know nothing about it, and she's like, <laughs> "Look at this! Look at this little! Look at this little whiny bitch!" Yeah. You know? Well, and yeah, that's another thing. Like, you you can't take your helmet off on the field like that and walk off unless you're injured and laying on the field. Like, and your he helmet was, can't come off. He was off. claiming that he was injured because he got roughed and doesn't matter i was actually kind of surprised they didn't call it roughing the passer and keep the ball with michigan roughing the kicker or roughing the kicker i mean because um i mean it was it was kind of clear that that was what the call would be yeah but anyway yeah i i think uh yeah i and yeah it sucks i mean again it wouldn't have made a difference in the game it really wouldn't have but it's frustrating when Again, we we continually see this happen, and, and Jamie, I, I do agree. Once uh, once we start winning again, hopefully that'll change. But yeah, damn, we gotta start winning. Um, yeah. Again, I, I think yesterday went as expected. Do um, you know who's really happy about yesterday? Bet, Is anybody who bet took the overs? The over. And I, I, I who, who? Sorry, who bet the spread? Who took the overs? Yeah, or no? Yeah, who bet the spread? The spread was Not thirty and a half. It was yeah. So it, that touchdown was huge. That went that rolled out of the end zone. That was huge, and then the field goal was huge because that made it a 30, 33 point or thirty one point game. When it was thirty and a half. I can't believe they kicked that field goal. Um, I'm surprised they didn't go for it. To be honest. Well, yeah, because at that point, and we we ended up going to a party, so uh, you know I didn't see the I didn't see that particular field goal. We were, we were driving. I was listening to the game, so I, I I'm not even sure did, who they had in a quarterback. I know that when when it we was, left to drive, uh, is it who's their backup? Uh yeah, I can't remember his yeah. name, but when we were driving they uh they said, Oh, uh Wolverine down and this is one of their key guys and I'm like, Why is he still in the game when they're up by twenty eight points? Yeah. Are they trying to score more points to look better? They don't yeah. need to look any better. They just need to win and then beat Ohio State. Yeah. So why are they keeping guys in the game for so long? Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but um that's why I don't know why they kicked that field goal. I mean, yeah. I don't if know. you have a backup quarterback in, why don't, why don't you just even if it's like fourth and seven or whatever, why don't you just try to run a play and you know get some guys some experience in that department? Unless you're trying to get your kicker uh, feeling confident about kicking going forward, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, again, it's a lot of different variables, I guess, that go into it. But Vegas and Vegas. How does Vegas know? Like, hey, we're gonna put this at a thirty, 30 and, and a half, half, and they went by thirty-one. I will never understand that. But. So yeah, I think I think there was some. Re- there was actually it's really funny, and if you guys are watching the game, um, it was pretty funny. There was a guy right after that field goal was made. A Michigan. Uh, it looked like a student might have been just out of college, but he was like freaking out after that field goal got made, and I'm thinking. Well, he clearly bet the spread. Yes, uh, because uh, he took Michigan with the spread because otherwise he wouldn't be as happy and as he was. And knew that we probably wouldn't score any more points. Yep. So he was pretty happy when that field got made. So that was funny. Um, yeah, I I can't disagree with you there, Casey, because I love Damon Benning. So, yes. Um, he's the man. And well, listening to the game, he's he's awesome on there. Well, I think uh, we, we've talked about Davidson before, and as much as people love Matt Davidson, he's a good guy. I don't know how much longer he's going to be around in Nebraska football considering, you know, the, I think Carricker talked about it as well. Uh, you talk about some people giving some bad advice mm-hmm. in Scott Frost early in Scott Frost's career, and Davidson, Davidson got a big finger pointing at him there uh, yeah. that he could have been one of the guys giving some bad advice well, to Scott Frost. And I think he may have – gotten him in touch with or you know led him to a relationship not 
not with a woman, with, <laughs> with, with, with other, with, um, other associates and stuff that, that maybe were not good influences yeah. for Frost in his tenure here. So, yeah. um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. And so here, here's what, here's what I, I'm looking at now. Uh, I know Jamie, you're talking about a press conference to put all the rumors to bed. I, again, I, I'd be shocked if anything happens before the end of the season. I'd be kind of shocked if anything ha- if, any, if something happens before bowl season, then it's, it better be a coach that's not coaching this bowl game because we've talked about it before. I mean, I, we it would be have, Matt Rule. We got to have a proven, yeah, we got to have a proven coach come in. We can't have again. I Whipple. I just I'm not impressed with his play calling. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. He doesn't have. It's kind of funny because Kenny Pitt, he had Pickett, and Pickett was a good thrower, but also had an arm. Um, and I don't. It was just surprising that he wants to pass, pass, pass so much. But we also can't open the run game. We don't go. You know, we go north and south, not east and west, and we're not doing well either way because we don't have an offensive line to block. But um, yeah, I just think. Yeah, you you think Mickey's going to be around? I mm, we need a new offense coordinator, new strength coach. I agree. Uh, Jamie, I don't think Mickey's going to be the coach. If he is, again, I, I back him 100%. Um, I, I definitely would. I love him, but he's not going to be the Unless coach. you know something we don't. Send us a message. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, we like him a lot. And, and, and I know he's been dealt a, a terrible hand here because he, he basically just got thrown to the wolves. But if, if Whipple is doing what he can, and, and holding th- him th- back. That's true. That's true. You know, if he, could, if he could get the opportunity, you know, maybe, maybe like a one-year or – it's hard to say because you can't really do it in one year, um, but to bring in you know his own you know handpick a couple of coordinators that he wants to hire and and see how they can make it work. But uh, I mean the passion and the fight is there, and the, it, it's there with the team more than it has been in years, yeah. I think. But it's just not there talent wise, and just the whole yep. the whole scope of it is just not lining up to be Mickey. Yeah, and. And, again, we can talk about our defense again because, again, our defense did not have a terrible game. They really didn't. But when they're on the field, as much as they were, you got 35 minutes compared to our offense, 24 and a half minutes. Like, you're on the field more than you should have to be. Um, Just say total plays. Yeah, I mean, they had 20 more plays. 69 plays to 49. And and not only that, they're running, 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 running. Yep. (laughs) And we, you know, we can't even – and we dropped a lot of passes too. Um. We did. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think our our hands. I'm not sure what's happened to some. Volkleck dropped another pass. Palmer dropped one. Um, Alante Brown had a couple catches, but I just think. Yeah, I'm just not really sure. I, I don't. Up, Donnie? There's just a lot of things not happening that that need to happen. And, and again, like you mentioned here, Casey, strength and conditioning. We've talked about it before. Man, someone's got to get Duval out of there as well because. Our strength and conditioning program has to be one of the worst in the country if we're getting – I know, again, Mich- the teams we're playing in the Big Ten are good, but there's no reason why playing in the Big Ten we can't stack up against teams on the other side of the ball. Carricker said it again yesterday. One of the first things he posted in the first quarter is we're getting pushed around. Yep. We, we've been getting pushed around by every team. We got pushed around against Northwestern, Minnesota. All these teams know they can do it. They're going to keep doing it. And Northwestern pushed us around, and they've pushed no one else since. They've gotten – Yep. Pushed around every week and have not won a game since. Yep. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, yeah, I, yeah, that Big Ten play, you just have to have somebody that can recruit the line. And here's the thing. If Mickey knows what to do when it comes to recruiting offensive and defensive linemen, 
Bring it on. Like, we just we got to get these big guys. There's a guy for Michigan, defensive lineman. He's 6'3", 337 pounds. The dude's legs were about the width of my body. And I ain't the smallest guy, but they were huge. Like, we don't see that on our line. And I know, you know, we actually, we talked about um, how we were excited about getting some of those smaller linemen on the offensive side if we were going to be running that type type of offense where you're going right, to run the ball a lot. we did talk about that a few years ago. But if that's not what we're going to do, then we need those big, we, nasty guys, and, and, and we don't. And we, we can't do that. It's it's not – it doesn't work. Yep. I mean, you see – I mean, we were at the game last week, and I know many of you probably go to a lot more games necessarily than we do because it's typically maybe once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. But we were pretty close to the – we were on the Minnesota sideline, and we yep. were like five rows up or whatever. They're – linemen were absolutely massive yeah and i mean we have massive guys too but there's not the and just even watching them you know seeing the michigan guys they are just huge and our, our guys are too but they're slow they, they don't they don't have the strength it's the speed and the strength they don't have it, the it technique is, and is, the speed and the strength it is all strength and conditioning and that's we lack so much in that department that it is just killing us Yet, yeah, the size of it. Yeah, I mean. And we have I, one of the best I, workout facilities I, in I, the country. I, you know, and I agree with you, Jamie. Um, the, the problem is is that everybody now is like 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. <laughs> Both sides of the ball. So you kind of have to keep up with that uh, if you want to be competitive. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so Casey, yeah, technique. Yeah, so strength, conditioning, and just technique. I mean, all, all of that. It, so it's a lot of coaching and it's a lot of strength and conditioning and that's we're we're misfiring on all of those three phases of getting your guys ready to play Big Ten football and it, it's just not it's not working and a, a right. couple you know because you're right here Casey because we met Robinson and we talked about how big, he's like <laughs> ma- ma- the most massive person I've ever seen in my life but yeah they're just not they're not getting the strength conditioning and you know the player development yeah we've talked about every week every week. Uh, I do want to give a couple shout-outs to a couple guys on defense. We've talked about Hartzog before. Yeah, he's been great. That, that kid, is, he impresses me week after week after week with his coverage, with his tackling. He's one of the, he's one of the only guys after our uh, linebackers in a defensive, defensive backside of the ball that knows how to tackle. We got we got Newsom and uh, Buford going out there trying to push people around. Like you can't just shoulder a guy and knock him down. I mean, look at that that ball that got fumbled into the end zone. The ball got fumbled in the end zone. The guy should have been tackled five, six yards back, if not more. Like we missed three tackles before he yeah. fumbled the ball, and so we can't keep having these missed tackles either. And it's the same guys every week. Farmer was a part of that before he got injured. Farmer didn't know how no, to tackle. Farmer didn't get injured. He got suspended. Or suspended. For sorry for the DUI. Uh, so Farmer, Newsom, Buford, those guys just need to learn how to tackle. But Hartzog, big shout out. Hartzog's been impressive. And Houseman. Houseman. Man. Houseman got to play a lot yesterday. Man, he even my dad's like, who's number 15? Yeah. Like, oh, Houseman. He's a freshman. He's like, he's really, he's doing really when good. They they put him in early this season. And, you know, when uh, Nick Henrich got hurt. And he struggled. He struggled a little bit early. Yep. Um, but he's a true freshman. I mean, that's to be expected. And he's gotten that game experience, and yep. he is getting better and better every week. And he looked really good yesterday, yeah. for the most part. Um, that, that's tough. 
you know, tough matchup, <laughs> tough matchup yeah. there for a linebacker like that. You're making a lot of tackles on a really good running back, and you know, offensive linemen that are getting to the second level. So, um, oh god, but he 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 looked good. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's promise as long as those guys stick around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking about let me get into the second level. Holy cow! Yeah. A couple of those plays yeah. I watched yesterday. I mean, you're talking about our defensive linemen just getting pushed to the side as they come and get our linebackers. And it's like, man, imagine you're a linebacker and you're taking on someone that massive. Like, that's not easy to get around. It's not easy to shed a block. It's not easy to even see the guy behind him that's running through the hole. So, um, you know, tough job for Reimer and company yesterday to try to try to do anything. But Oh, and, and sorry, another guy on defense before I let you go. Uh, Gifford, again, Gifford's been impressive this year. Right. Like, massively impressive. I think those three guys, Gifford, Hausman, and Hartog, yes. are going to be the heart of the defense moving forward those guys have just as bad as our, as bad as the season has been those three guys have been super impressive and fun to watch because you can see the heart that they play with it reminds me of another uh, garrett nelson just a different position mm-hmm. they're, they're right. form they're using their form they're using their their football knowledge to make plays and that's been exciting to watch for me well and uh going back to gifford he uh you know he, he did get beat on the the one touchdown pass that they yeah, that they threw yeah. and he was kind of wide open broken coverage but he had to switch positions to fill that void of not having farmer because he got yep. a DUI so he stepped up and you know said I'm willing to change positions to yep. do what I can for the team and I thought he was pretty good I mean that yeah. that that was what it was a good play call whatever it was you know a lot of movement going on but uh, you're totally right as far as as those guys, and hopefully we can just keep <laughs> keep yeah. them around. You know, you never know what's really going to happen. Um, I'd say we pre- might lose more guys on the offensive side of the ball, but um, it depends on it depends on who the next coach is and, and who you know if, if we can keep Mickey and, yeah. and who sticks around and or if it is Mickey, what, what yeah. kind of bond the guys have on the team and say you know hey I, stick around whatever yeah we, we talked a little bit about that early on in the season you got a lot of it seemed like you have a lot of guys that are me 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 like they weren't playing as a team um which it could still be going on with some of the guys i don't know i feel i feel like ramir johnson's gone which which it sucks really sucks because i feel like we have not used him he, at all and i don't know if it's a him or if it's a coaching, I don't know. Well, but, and, you know, when, when Mickey uh, came out to start the second half, uh, he was playing Gabe Irvin and Ramir Johnson. And yep. I'm like, you know, not taking anything away from Anthony Grant because he's been, you know, one of the brighter spots on offense this yep. year. Maybe not during some of these later Big Ten games, but um, those are guys that that we really like. And I think they're they're potentially really good players or they are really good players. Yep. And they haven't been utilized very much. So, um yeah we're probably going to lose a couple that that hurt or that i like that is going to hurt but um yeah that's going to happen everywhere so yeah well in case like you mentioned you know our offense you know not getting much time on the field keeps our defense on the field a lot you're getting gassed like donnie says they're getting gassed yeah running out of gas and that's part of the reason part of it again goes back to conditioning uh that time of possession casey it was about 10 minute difference 35 to 25 minutes uh on the clock uh approximately so Again, it's last last week. I think it was closer to forty twenty. Might have been a little, you know, thirty eight to twenty two, whatever. But again, when it's that lopsided in time of possession, you're running twenty less plays, and their plays are mainly run, 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 run. We we are going to get gassed, and our guys just can't keep up with with that type of pressure. And unfortunately, 
Um, yeah, I you mean, can't win games in any conference if your time of possession is that lopsided unless you're getting a lot of turnovers on defense. Well, and, <laughs> and we're not. One one other thing, and I kind of wanted to get your opinion. I was going to ask you about it yesterday, but I was like, you know what, we'll just talk about it tomorrow. So live, so then we can just talk about it and see what, see what you say without you really got. thinking about it. But early in that first half, we had a couple of fourth and shorts. Mm-hmm. Did you think we should have gone for those? We said it last week. Right now, we have absolutely nothing to lose. Especially when, I mean, yesterday, I guess we technically did have something to lose. We could lose bowl eligibility. So if we lose yesterday, we lose bowl eligibility. I didn't think we. I mean, I don't think we we're going to win out anyway. I didn't think we were going to win the game. But when it's like fourth and one, fourth and two, I know we're on our side of the field and the game's early and it's only seven to zero. Yeah. I thought we should have gone for them yeah. for sure. Yeah. I don't disagree. And I, I maybe think... that's, you know, we don't have confidence in the players. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off because I asked you the question. Oh, you're fine. But, you're fine. But um, I don't know if we don't have confidence in those guys to get it done or whatever the case might be, but what you got. Yep. Um, yeah, so, so um, yeah, I agree. I think, again, we got nothing to lose. Like, we literally, yeah, bowl eligibility. Bowl eligibility went out to me when we lost Northwestern. I know. Game one. We, we lost Northwestern. Did. I'm like, well, Definitely we're not making Georgia a, Southern. Yeah, we're not making to a bowl game. That was my thought. And so – that went out of the window a long time ago. As somebody who wants to, you got to play more aggressive if literally you have nothing to lose. You're playing against the number three team in the country. You're not going to win anyways. Um, Especially on the road early when it's, you know. Snowing, you, you, sleet. It was snowing. It was only seven to nothing. I mean, just go for it. Yep. I mean, even if you have to punt, you know, if you, you go, th- you know, from there on, it's, you know, third and ten, fourth yep. and ten, then you punt. I just think. Uh, I, I thought Mickey might be a little bit more aggressive there. And maybe that's not necessarily his call. But uh, if it, somebody that's really trying to win the job, I thought, you know, he might overrule a, a Whipple that's saying let's punt and yeah. say let's let's do this. Yeah. Well, and, and as a head coach, like, that's the call you should be making. And, um, you know, Jamie, as you mentioned, you know, Whipple not being that creative, changing things up. Again, I, we've seen that when Frost was still around. Neither of them were that creative to change things up and make things happen. Um, there were there were some, yeah, again, I risk putting your team in a, in a bad way. I, I don't disagree with that, but I also just would love to have, love to have us take some chances here and there. You see, I see a lot of other teams doing that across the country. It's just, again, I think, yeah, you know, when you're at the 40-yard line, if you're maybe like the 35, like Casey said, like right. maybe, but when you're at the 40 already, like I think it's worth taking a shot, although we do have a good punter. But right. well, we know our defense has already spent a lot of time on the field. And I'm not saying one thing's right or wrong. I just yeah. kind of wanted to see what people thought. Because, um, and I'm not saying that me thinking that we should have <laughs> gone for it is right. Because I can understand both sides. But I'm like, if if in a game like that, that you literally most people think that there's not really a chance for us to win mm-hmm. the game. You have to take risks. Yep. And especially, I know, like you said early, you don't want to do it early. If you do it early, though, and you can capitalize, you might be able to get some momentum going and get some points and, get some points, and then, you know, you're you're in it late. So that was just kind of how I thought. Yeah. It. Yeah, well, and one thing, again, I, I mentioned it last week. Coming into this game against Michigan, we had, we had nothing to lose. Again, yes, bowl eligibility, yes. But I think having that uh, nothing to lose attitude and just F it. Let's just go. Let's do it. Let's go for it. Let's throw the book at them. Again, we didn't throw anything at them. We did the same thing we've been doing week in and week out, the same manila offense, yep. nothing creative, nothing. I, I would have almost uh, rather have done a trick play and thrown an interception or something yep. 
because it would have been we were, you know we were trying something we were trying to make a splash play or something but it it was just pretty plain and like you said it was just uneventful game it was, i mean really michigan was pretty vanilla too they didn't do anything impressive it was just run 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 like there wasn't any flashy plays i think the most flashy play was whipple getting taken out on the sideline and then when elante brown tried hopping over the dude and got a right. uh, helmet right to the groin like that's those are probably right. the two most eventful plays and that even the commentators that's the most exciting they got during the game it was just very like ho-hum well, both sides and of the ball the, probably one of the more eventful plays was the one kind of long touchdown they had that there was a fumble mm-hmm. <laughs> like but it with the way that the review just didn't just wasn't really out. yeah it just fizzled out it didn't really make it seem like like it was a bigger play in the game so um yeah it was kind of boring yeah yeah i think uh, trick plays casey i think yeah the palmer end around maybe two a couple trick plays this year that's probably about it and sometimes in inopportune times when it wasn't the right time to do it but um oh yeah the end around with palmer yeah. was terrible yeah i i mean, that's the thing like i don't even when i too. say like throw the book at him i don't even know what our book looks like because we just haven't seen shit in years like there's just nothing there's nothing that's going to surprise another team with nebraska football <laughs> and that used to be a good thing when we won a lot because it was option offense and that was really good you you weren't going to throw any surprises. Hey, we're running the option. Try and stop us. Right. We can't do anything like that now as an offense. And we're seeing some of these teams, again, especially in the Big Ten, we're going to run at you. Then we're going to run again. We're going to run again. We're going to run again. And they're and like, then, stop then us. Then at one point, we might catch you off guard with a, with a little quick with a little quick pass or something. Well, in Nebraska, they don't have to do that. They just yeah, keep running the ball. Exactly. But we can't do that with our run game because we don't have an offensive line to block. We don't have an offensive line to open up holes, at least for more than one play. So we can't continue to run, 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 or even run, run, pass, run, run. You know, we're going to do a bootleg or we're going to do, a, um, you know, something crazy here to throw you off balance. So we just don't do that. Yeah. But that that hasn't been Nebraska football in a long time. So, yeah, no, trick play. Yeah, they Anything where that's putting us behind the line of scrimmage to make things fancy right now is just too scary more than anything else. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, we, we talked about it. You know, it seems like almost maybe not everybody, but decent power five teams, they can lean on a backup quarterback and they can win them games. I mean, happened last week with Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, their backup quarterback was playing played better than their, than their starting quarterback. And I, I see it down the line. You just watch other games, and we just don't look like other teams. Nope. And, I mean, when you have 71 yards up passing, 75 yards rushing, what vice versa, whatever it was, I mean, that's that's never going to win you a game. So, <laughs> Jamie, yeah, I would. The, I don't know if I want to know that number, how many three and outs that we have over the last three games. Oh, I my would, gosh. I would not even look at three games. I'd look at the entire season, but three games would be extremely telling. But over yeah. the entire season – yeah, I don't know if I'd flip out of my recliner. I'd probably, yeah, flip over it. Yeah, I would absolutely be flipping my recliner. I'd be throwing it out the door on how many three and outs we've had because, again, that tells you everything you need to know about the defense and how much they're going through every game. Again, doesn't give them a pass at all on anything, but when they're out on the field for you know, 10, 15 more minutes a game than the other team, that, that's, that tells you a lot. And, and really, in this game yesterday, the second half, was a lot different than the first half when time of possession because in the first half, at one point, we were like dead even mm-hmm. at like 13 and, minutes. And I think we were pretty even as far as yards. Yeah. Maybe not at that particular time, but we were pretty we – were, I mean, it wasn't that bad. I'm, I, they showed us stats of like, you know, both teams' mm-hmm. various stats, and I was like, 
if you look at that, like we're we're in this game. Yeah, well, um, it, it and the was. score was still fairly close at that time. Too. I mean, it was yeah. seven nothing or maybe fourteen nothing or fourteen three. But, um, and they said you know Michigan's a real big third quarter team, and I mean they second just, half they just they outscored teams a hundred to three in the second half before yesterday, hundred so, to three. So that tells you a lot for one as far as them being a second half team. Hundred and twenty to three. Something like that. Three now. But, um, yeah, again, at, at like the 26-27 minute mark of the game, only a few minutes left before half, it, it, time of possession was fairly even. So that means in the second half, when they had it for 22-23 minutes in the second half alone, again, like you're just putting yourself in a bad spot when you can only have the ball for seven minutes in the second half. Again, like that's, that's rough. That and is rough. The defense is going to hold you as, good, you know, as well as they can. Yep. And eventually it's going to break. And I mean, it was already broken <laughs> by that point. But still, and that's that's what I feel bad for some of those guys because we've kind of harped on the defense. But I think those guys are they're playing tough. But how can you play tough all game when you're on the field for majority of it? Yep. You can only do what you can do, especially when you're playing against those big guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love the positivity, Ross. So yeah, our offense put up 148 yards, but our punter. At about 300 yards, so special teams remain solid. Absolutely. And we, were, and we were one for one on field goals? Kudos, yeah. Which is funny is that when, I, when we came, went for that field goal, I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. Like, you know, In a you, game. <sighs> you, well, you used, to, you used to think over and over again, like, oh, crap, we got to bring out our field goal kicker. Like, no, we're not getting any points. And now it's like, all right, we're going to make this field goal. Like, it doesn't right. matter if it's 25 yards, 45 yards. Like, you just feel like, all and right, we're going to put some points on the board. If we wouldn't have, gone, if we wouldn't have kicked that field goal, we probably would have ended up with zero points because we probably wouldn't have, we would have gone forward on fourth and probably wouldn't have gotten it. Um, but it, it, it kind of brings me back to, in a game like that, do you go for it? Do you take the risk? I mean, it's like going for it on the fourth down. Was it, was Do you it, go for it in that spot? Was it 10 to nothing at that point? It was 14 to nothing. 14 to nothing. So we made it 14 to 3. It, it so. made it 14 to 3, so I, I can totally understand it. And you probably expect to get in into scoring range yep. uh, a few more times, which we just didn't. But um, I don't know. Just another question that I was curious about what people's answers might be on that. Because, I mean, a team like us lately, you got to take some risks. Yep. But. Yeah, again, it's, you know, 14, 14 to 7, 14 to 3 at that point. It makes a big difference. They get a field goal, makes it 17 to 3. You know, again, it wasn't a terrible first half. But, you know, again, okay, adjustments, thanks, making adjustments in the second half. We, we still have yet to see us make adjustments to where it gives us any sort of chance of looking like a team that's going to come out and win a game in the second half. We just. I think we've seen it one game this year where we had a good second half. Other than that, it's pretty, again, pretty predictable uh, on what we're going to see in Nebraska. And so going off of predictability, I'm not expecting much next week against Wisconsin, who, again, is not having a great season. Um, Again, confidence, you know, yeah, I don't have the confidence. Do I think we can win? Absolutely. Will we? I hope so. Um, I hope Casey Thompson's back and we see a completely different game than we have for the last couple of weeks because it is not fun to watch three and outs over and over again, and then, you know, a 30-yard pass, and then a penalty, and then yeah. a punt. I mean, it, it's just – it's not fun to watch. Yeah. Um, again, I, I still think Wisconsin and Iowa are both winnable games. Very, very winnable games. If we have Casey back for either of those, or if we start Smothers for either of those, 
I mean, we're gonna have to because Chubb's hurt. He got a high ankle sprain. And well, yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's probably done. He's, but if Casey's back, high. that's great. If he's not, Smothers, let's get it done, man. Let's beat Wisconsin. We haven't beat them in eight years. Let's beat, we beat Iowa, Iowa and beat them in seven, seven years, years so. or, or more. <laughs> Let's get two more wins on the year. Let's end on a positive note. I think we can do it. I really think we can do it, but we have to stop. Yes, we have to stop Allen in the run game. And so, yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to come down to not only not only our defense, but it's going to come down to our offense putting up points. Again, if we're going to let them score, it is what it is. Let's get some points too, though. We can't put up three points and win a game. Right. We can't put up ten points and not score again and win a game. It's not going to happen. So, three three yards per carry. Absolutely, Jamie. I agree. We got to keep them keep them low on the on the rush yards, um, and that's going to help us. But God damn, like we can beat both these teams. We yeah. can. I agreed. And I hope we beat at least one of them. Yeah. God, like, I, just, like, we haven't beat either one of them in so end, long. I, we need streak. to beat one of them. End that streak. And if we're going to beat somebody, beat Iowa. I was going to say, I... <laughs> they, be, they both be fantastic, but I don't... Wisconsin, I, Honestly, I, you know, I, the Iowa fans just love to hate on us, so I, I'd love to beat them. But I want to beat Wisconsin because I feel like that's a bigger win to me. Iowa's been pretty quiet this year about Nebraska just because they're not, they're, not, year they're not having a great year. Did they win yesterday? They beat Iowa. Or the, Iowa, <laughs> Iowa beat, beat Iowa. Iowa beat Wisconsin. <laughs> okay. Oh man, so we got to beat Wisconsin, then beat Iowa. That'd yeah. be fun. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know. I don't got anything else. That was about thirty minutes longer than I planned on talking today, <laughs> I, but it shit happens. It does, especially if you have a couple beers. So yeah. So yeah, Jamie, we absolutely can. Again, it's I have no doubt in this team's ability to win games. It is once you start the game and you start to see the patterns of the same things happening over and over again. And what's great is it's not penalties this year. We're not having stars. Our penalties have got to be down like 75% from last year and the year before. What we've complained about for the last few years basically was penalties. Special teams. And special teams. And both of those are good this year. Now it's our offense sucks. (laughs) But... If I have to compl- if I'm not complaining about penalties, that's great because yesterday there were only five penalties in the game, and we only had 30 yards for four penalties and 30 yards, and they had one for 15. Again, that that is not a bad game discipline wise. Our discipline it's not that our discipline as far as penalties isn't there. It is our execution, our strength, conditioning, our everything else. Everything else is not there. Yes. <laughs> Special teams is doing fine. We've had like four block, three or four block punts this year. We're getting to the ball. We're kicking field goals. We're punting the ball really well. But then exactly. we can't do anything on offense, and our defense is out on the field all the time. So, yes. um, it's a good way to sum up uh, so, yeah. the season so far. Anyway, it's just like a, we just flipped everything around. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but again, that discipline has, has been there. So I'm not, I'm happy about that. But if you got to be happy about something, all right. That's all, all right, I got. Guys. Jamie, Casey, uh, Donnie, Sion here. Uh, Ross, good to have you guys on board. I think that was a bit of a hit today. Didn't, I, didn't expect I mean, a whole lot. Didn't expect a whole lot. Usually when we lose, we get a lot of people, but I think people are just sick of losing and sick of hearing us boneheads talk. And people are someone just... called us boneheads the other day. I thought that was kind of funny. Two boneheads talking, like, yeah, we're we're average guys. Call really? bonehead. He didn't listen to the show. He's like, oh, who wants to listen to two guys talk about Nebraska losing? I'm like, well, yeah, we just do it for fun. It is fun. Even though we didn't win, it's still fun. I'm still smiling. I'm still positive. We're going to win two more games this year. Let's get to five and seven. Then go figure out coaching from there. All right. Sounds 24-20. I got you, Jamie. I feel you. Let's do it. You guys have a great rest of the day. Casey, enjoy your hunting. Um, I, we won't, I'll be out of town next week, mm-hmm. so I don't know. 
if we can try to figure something out, but uh, otherwise we won't see you next week. So, hey, yeah, we won't see. You. I'm not doing anything solo, guys, unless unless we win. If we win, I'm going solo. Heck, I, I'm not going solo. Brian's going to come on the show. Brian's going to be go. here sitting next to me on the show. We're going to talk Husker football. It's the first time you're going to see him talk about Husker football, usually behind the camera. I really hope that happens. That'll be a lot of and fun. So. I'll be watching, and I'll be sending messages there you while go. I'm on the road. There you go. So go Big Red. Um, like always, appreciate you guys joining in today. Uh, we're going to play a little bit more. Killigans, again, thank you, Killigans, for allowing us to use your song oh, during a really bad season. The best. Uh, which, by the way, if you haven't been to a game... I go to a game and hear it in the stadium. It's amazing. And we get to play it here. There you go. I'm not wearing a belly shirt next week if, if uh, <laughs> Nebraska wins. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, but go Big Red. Appreciate you guys. Let's listen to the Killigans, finish it off here for a little bit, and then uh, y'all enjoy your Sunday. And let's go Cowboys. We'll Beat them Packers. No, cheese heads. Oh, I did it again. <laughs> Those happen. You can. In the evening glow, or the hush of early morn. In the state so fair, tis the very air.